Welcome to today's episode of Empowered, a perfectionist guide to imperfection, hosted by me, Miranda Lee. It's time to take back control of our lives, and it's time to write our own story. Remember, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Let's dive in. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Empowered. I'm so excited about today's episode because I got to talk with Isabella Casimiro, who is an energy healer, an intuitive guide, a certified emotion code practitioner, and a medium. I learned so much from her because this isn't stuff that I really know anything about, so I was just so excited to pick her brain. Um, this interview actually went on for a really long time because there was just so much to talk about. So we decided to split it up into two podcast episodes. So the first half you will be hearing today and the second half will come out on Thursday. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear. Let's get it started. All right. Hi, Isa. Thank you so much for joining me. For those who do not know who you are, can you introduce yourself and, and tell everyone what you do? Yes, thank you for having me. Um, my name's Issa Isabella, um, and I am a local energy healer from San Diego, self-proclaimed mental health advocate, athlete, all of that good stuff. Um, but mainly, you know, your local energy healer. I specialize in mediumship as an intuitive guide and in what's called emotion code, um, the process of pinpointing and releasing trapped emotions from the body and imbalances. So a little bit of everything I've done, a lot of different realms, studied different things in college, had a million jobs, and everything's kind of led me here. That is so awesome. I feel like, so I'm hearing all these terms that you're using, and I feel like this isn't that common of a thing so for us who like have no idea what emotion code or energy healing dive a little deeper so what is that so energy healing um most commonly known i think more people will know what it is um in terms of reiki um reiki is i think the most widespread form of energy healing that is very powerful um channeling the universal energy that we all have within us. Um, it's just harnessing that to channel it from one body to the other, um, to heal different parts of the body, different illnesses, ailments. It has a very high success rate just because when you're working with energy and you're working with these types of healing mechanisms, we tend to not only work on the physical aspect, but you're working on yourself and you're healing things from the inside out. So inevitably, once you start working on the inner, everything kind of follows. It's a chain reaction. Um, I work as a medium and intuitive guide as well. So that's part of my offerings, part of my practice. And with that, uh, I can talk to spirits or guides, um, past loved ones, ancestors. Most often, I work as an intuitive guide. Um, again, channeling kind of the same energy, except in that sense, we can answer more questions, digging deeper into like your current situation, future situations, stuff like that. Um, I don't necessarily identify as a psychic. I'm not predicting the future or anything, but the way that I can connect to you and to other people 
gives me the feeling, the clairvoyancy to be able to channel for you and answer a lot of your questions um, and give you messages from the other side, which is kind of how I got into this. Um, I've done it my entire life. It just wasn't until recently where I finally started offering it to the world. So this isn't something new. And like you said, they're not terms that maybe you're familiar with. Um, Emotion code, I think, is a little bit more on its own. Not too many people know about it, or you might have heard the term, but not too many people really know what it is, the benefits, all of that. And emotion code is pinpointing and releasing trapped emotions and ailments from the body. So what these trapped emotions do is basically lower your immune system. They can cause a multitude of illnesses, problems, contribute to anxiety, depression, all sorts of mental health or physical issues. Um, if you think of our bodies as energy, so everything is energy, even this, all everything around us. And our bodies as energy create these emotions and these feelings, these vibrations, they can get trapped in our body. So if you think of a emotion, Think of it as a little rock. And the more that we suppress, the more that we don't work on all of those things inside, imagine that your body's just filling up, filling up with rocks and disturbances that aren't letting you bloom. They're holding you back. They keep you tethered to certain situations, people. And we can't, we don't just pinpoint, you know, emotions. That's like one very small aspect of everything. If we dive in even deeper, you can pinpoint you know, toxins in the body, physical imbalances. Um, if you have cords to people, there's so many different methods of finding all of this information and releasing the unseen emotional baggage or unconscious baggage that we hold onto. And sometimes we just feel stuck and we don't know why. So this is a good form of releasing all of that stuff that your body holds a memory of just consciously we're not so aware of. Um, so yeah, it's a very all-encompassing method, ways of finding out what's going on inside your body and healing yourself from everything. And I don't heal anybody. So I'm not healing you, doing, you know, spells or whatever. All I'm doing is facilitating the release so that your body can release it on its own, release these emotions so that it can get to a state of harmony, a state of homeostasis, balance so that it can heal itself. So I'm not, you know, healing you. I'm just helping your body heal itself. Oh my gosh, okay. Now I have like a million questions. All right, so the first question I was thinking of when you were telling me this is, so you say you're a medium. How does that work now with COVID? Are you able to still do that online? Cause I know it's like you're feeling spirits. Are you still able to do it like via Zoom or in the phone? Yeah, so most of my clients, um, are actually distance clients. So I don't need to be next to you to be able to work with you. Um, emotion code, channeling, everything can be done distance wise. All I need to do is kind of focus and tap into you. So same emotion code. It's very easy for me to connect. Thank God that's one of like my biggest blessings I think is the ability to connect so easily. So over the phone or Zoom, it's basically just the same thing. It's just 
I send me a picture, your name, age, whatever, any information that you want to give. Um, typically, all I ask for is just your name and age. And that's it. It's like very easy to connect. And then for the most part, as soon as you kind of start answering questions, um, messages will come through. Or if no messages come through for me, I'm very transparent with my readings and if nothing's coming through I'll tell you you know what I have nothing for you but if you have questions we can go ahead and dive in just so that I have kind of like an outline um, to better help you and still assist or we can pull cards so pull some oracle cards pull tarot cards there's so many different methods to be able to channel that energy um, and for me specifically I've been kind of having to figure out different signs or cues that there's like messages coming through so within this year I realized okay my method is the ringing in the ears I my ears will just ring like there's a siren very very far away kind of like white noise um but just constant and very mild but piercing so imagine like a very piercing pitch it's just the volume has been turned down on it um that's kind of what it sounds like to me and so now that's kind of my cue okay you know, what's coming through, what is it coming through for? Typically, um, it's one day before I have a session with somebody. So if I have like sessions lined up, most of the time, messages for them will come through the day before. Um, and then it'll just kind of be verified once they come in and we start discussing, then it'll kind of be verified. Um, I've kind of dealt with that my entire life. I just didn't always know what it was. Um, when I was little so like I'd get like messages or I'd see people or hear things and I would explain it to my parents and like okay I know exactly who that is I know what you're talking about um, and they had been told since I was tiny that I was gonna grow up with these gifts um, and nobody told me no none of my family told me or anything until I was in high school and I was really going through it I like bad and then I just couldn't handle it anymore and so that's finally when my brother was the one that told me like well we've all known <laughs> I'm like haven't you been keeping this secret my entire life like and so that just kind of verified everything that I was going through um and then I just kind of sought out resources to kind of help myself um it was really only for myself so that I knew how to control it or help myself and for my friends and family and that's when led me into getting Reiki certified and all the different avenues. Um, but yeah, going back to your question, kind of backtrack. Um, it's the same distance or in person. Um, people like it in person just because they like to feel the energy between us, kind of whatever is coming out. And a lot of the times when we release, they feel physical release. Um, like, Oh, shit, something just left my body and I'll feel it too. So it's, kind of a cool experience to do it in person just because I think the experience is a lot more enhanced but the benefits are all the same so is anyone trying to talk to me right now from the other world <laughs> I feel like that's just a question you have to ask I know you're like who's behind me who's with me I know oh. I have nothing for you right now if anything comes through now that I know you're open to it I'll let you know yeah let me know so does so speaking of that does it ever like come randomly or like unwanted I mean I know you said this happened you know growing up but like have you ever just been around someone and like you have like this feeling mm -hmm. um 
So that's actually why I started seeking help in high school. I would have really crazy anxiety attacks. Um, like I'd walk into a classroom at the end of the day and it would always be in that same classroom and my teacher knew like, okay, she'd just take one look at me and just be like, okay, leave, call your mom, go home. Because she knew like my body would just shut off. It was, I was absorbing so much from all of the people around me and like all the kids imagine you know somebody had a fight with their parents somebody's going through their parents divorce somebody just went through a breakup high school is so emotionally charged and I don't think a lot of us necessarily know how to deal with all of these emotions and situations that well during that time um and I was just a sponge taking in everybody's energy so as an empath you feel everything you feel everybody's energy and that's what was happening to me I was just absorbing so much that my body would give out it just couldn't handle any more and that's why I started seeking help because I was like I need to know how to control my anxiety control everything that I'm feeling um these nightmares I would ever since I was tiny I had crazy nightmares and sleep paralysis, astro travel. So it was really scary for me. I was petrified of the nighttime um, because of that. And it was all because of that. So all of these things were kind of leading me to this space that I am in now. Um, and then like, for example, specific kind of like channeling instances. Um, I've felt it a lot. I've just wasn't very comfortable sharing it with like a stranger, like, Hey, so-and-so is trying to talk to you. They're going to be like, like, get away from me. So <laughs> it wasn't until, um, 2019, the first time I went up to somebody random and just kind of like told them, I was like, it's so strong. I just need to tell them or else I know I'm going to regret it if I don't. Um, and I was on a plane and I kept turning around looking at this lady and I knew that her mom was with her. And I, um, I kept like turning around. It was so like pulling me to her and I waited until the flight was over. And at the end of the flight, we we're walking off and I kind of caught up to her and I was like, Oh, excuse me, introduce myself. And, um, I was like, I know this is weird or random, but by chance, um, is your mom happened to pass away recently because she's like really trying to talk to you. And she was like, well, like my mom, she, she was like you know, taken aback obviously. And she was like, yeah, my mom passed away five months ago. And I was like, yeah, something in her chest, like what happened to her chest. And she's like, she, um, she went into cardiac arrest and she passed away. So like certain things like that, or, um, if people are in pain, I can take on their pain. So like when I have a client or something that day, right before we start talking or connecting, or as soon as I connect, I'll get like a pain or feeling somewhere in my body. And I'll just ask them like, Oh, Hey, like, have you been having respiratory issues lately? And they're like, actually, yes. Like, you know, so it's kind of a ton of different ways to channel and take it all on. Um, and I've just gotten pretty good at detaching and connecting and deconnecting or disconnecting um, from my clients and so forth and have a ton of different like visualization um, exercises and ways that I check my absorbency rates to see like, okay, like 
what is my absorbency rate? Meaning, okay, am I at a zero or am I at a 50 at a 100? And that just means that's how much I'm taking on of other people's stuff. So the intention is obviously always that it's at a zero so that I don't just walk around and take on everybody's crap. Um, but obviously that's not the case always. And I'm human. I don't do it every single day like I should, but there's definitely a ton of techniques to protect myself and those around me also. So kind of like a lot of <laughs> layers to this. Um, and that's like some, most people's most common question to me is, and I'm very grateful for the clients who do ask this, but I do get it a lot. Like, are you okay? Is this too much for you? Like, are you taking on my stuff? I don't, I'm not feeling well, so I don't want you to feel sick after this either. So I'm great. I'm very lucky to have very like conscious clients um, in that aspect. But at the same time, I just have to be my own advocate and vouch for my own protection and always in that sense too. So kind of. I know you touched on it, it lightly about um, kind of the struggles you went through in, in high school and your younger years when you didn't realize like what was going on, but like, can you dig it a little deeper into that? Cause I'm sure while it was going on, you didn't understand it. And I'm sure it was super hard to explain. And you would like try to explain to like, your friends. They probably thought you were crazy. Like how, how did you cope with that? And what was going through your head? Um, I'm extremely fortunate if you can hear that the point yeah (laughs) um I'm extremely fortunate in the sense that I've had the absolute best support system um my mom jokes and before she had me she would do like my grandma would make her go to all of these like energy courses and even if she wasn't going to use any of it she would go and she learned so much um and so many techniques and just so much about energy in general and kind of like mediumship and channeling and all of these different people. Uh, And now she says, I mean, at the time I didn't do anything with it, but I know now that God and the universe was preparing me to have you so that when I had you, I knew how to better guide you because without all of that information, I also would be completely lost in trying to support you in that aspect. And same with my dad, my dad, we, um, we grew up relatively Catholic. I mean, I didn't go to church. I, I pray and I believe in God and all that, but my dad would take us to temple. So growing up, I wouldn't go to church. I would go to temple and meditate. So as a little kid, that's what we were doing was in the car praying with my mom and, you know, at night meditating with my dad. So I kind of already had like a little bit of the spiritual aspect. And then my best friend, um, her, her and her aunt are very into all of this stuff as well. And her aunt is a very dear friend of mine because she's kind of guided me also in the world of energy healing. So I've had a amazing support system too, where everybody just kind of knew and understood me and try to help me deal as best as I could. Um, so I think that was kind of my saving grace because without that, I think it would have been very hard for me to have dove in deeper to understand myself. I think the support system aspect is my number one healer. Mm -hmm. So this makes me wonder a little bit. I hope this isn't an insensitive question, but like you talk about, you know, you grew up Catholic, like you do believe in God and like the Bible 
does kind of talk about, you know, tarot cards, mediums, astrology, or astron- I don't know the difference between those two. Astronomy, astrology, whatever one it is. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, well, you know what I mean. I, don't, um, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so I'm curious what you're, like, what do you think? Because I know you, you do believe in God, and I'm just curious your, your take on that, and if you've ever questioned what you do because of what the Bible says. Um, so I've never actually read the book. Um, I've never read it through and through. So most people haven't. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, I can't, <laughs> I can't answer it too specifically in terms of the Bible, but yeah. So like, like I said, I mean, every single morning growing up, we would say a prayer with my mom driving to school. So that was my connection to God. I knew that I could call on him, talk to him, um, ask for help, be asking, you know, or not even asking, but be grateful for what he did give me and all that. And so I've always, always, I now call it like setting my intentions. Um, but essentially it's the same thing as prayer. So Mm -hmm. however you want to call it, however you want to connect and people talk to you different things. So when I do so, I, go through a whole thing. Um, and I always start by saying, okay, I call on you, God, Abby, which is my um, guardian angel, the universe. And now I um, integrated Venus. So goddess Venus, because she's very big in my field. Um, so I kind of try to harness her energy as well. So every single time that I pray or I set my intentions, I call on all four of these things. And then I say the same thing as you would if you were praying, you know, I call on you to guide and protect me, fill me with love and light, release anything that no longer serves me and replace it with love, light, peace, harmony, and abundance. Like that's my every saying, every single day, go to how people pray. I set my intentions in the morning that way. Um, I think a lot of people have the misconception that if you're an energy healer, if you're a medium, um, you work with darkness you work with the devil you harness that energy and that's something I think also I've been very fortunate that I haven't had clients who leave that I think they come to me because they know that I only work with love and light that's what I'm harnessing that's what I'm trying to instill in you um and there's a very big difference between being a witch um conducting witchcraft black magic harness actually harnessing that dark magic um dark energy and the devil which is completely like say like point blank something else you know i mm-hmm. 100% would never dream of putting darkness to somebody or like casting a spell on somebody that's mm-hmm. not what i'm here for it's just to help facilitate your growth and your elevation your healing you know um, so I think that's kind of where the religion aspect comes into play for a lot of people is not having all of the information um, and not asking questions, you know, like what, how are you harnessing this? What? And at the same time, I didn't ask for it, you know, so I don't think I would be here unless God gave me these gifts. And that's 100% what I believe is that God put me on this earth and gave me these gifts to eventually learn how to use them and help other people through their situations. Likewise, that's why I went through such hell, like through such abuse and self-abuse, 
so many different, like really tough things to get through, um, which I did. And I'm here now. And I think he put all of those obstacles in my way so that I could be more empathic, um, better connect to people and guide them through any situation. Because even at my young age, I think that's like one of I mean, not to hide myself up, but shit, that's one of my best qualities is being able to connect to people on that level because I can put myself in your shoes in so many different aspects. Um, and I don't think any of that were to be here if it weren't for God and the universe putting me here to do so. So I think that's just such a beautiful answer, just how you worded everything. Because it's so true. Like God did give you these gifts and I, I completely agree. But, you know, exactly what you said that, I think there is just a misconception, uh, like with the, the media or TV shows yeah. um, and kind of old school religion of mm-hmm. how they teach these things. So you, you make so many good points. Like they're so separate. They're so yeah. separate. Like you're, you're not a witch. You don't yeah. have these, this dark energy. And I mean, yeah, God gave you these gifts. I think that's, yeah. that's so awesome. So at what point during this journey did you realize like, that this was your calling and this was your purpose. Cause like you said, you went to school, you did all the schooling. At, at what point were you like, you know what? I'm going to take this and run with it. Cause it's my gift. I always kind of knew, well, not always, but when I was eight, 17 or 18, um, that's when I really started like questioning. Um, because yeah, I went, I started going to college for nutrition Um, I always, since I was little, I wanted to be a elementary teacher. So that's what I thought I was going to do. But then I had eating disorders and I wanted to help other girls through them. So I was like, okay, nutrition. And I got set up like the best position I could have as a freshman in college, working at the UCSD Morris Cancer Center, like in it from the get go. And I was like, this is not for me. I went back to um, going to child development for elementary teaching that was not it and then I had two back-to-back car accidents in um, one month um, totaled both cars and was like I'm leaving San Diego I'm moving to Mazatlan I'm you know leaving I was ready to pick up and go and I was like I know that I have a higher purpose I know that I need to use my gifts um, and I went through it because of that, but the timing of everything just didn't seem right. And that's like what I've <clears throat> been expressing this within this last year is like, I, al- I always kind of knew I just, the timing was never right. I never had my sights set on it to really develop further and offer it for more people um, until like the beginning of the pandemic where the stars just kind of aligned. And I was like, I'm done putting myself in these different jobs that I don't essentially see myself doing forever and I know what I'm supposed to be doing so that was kind of like the final push to actually do and go through and start offering it to the world and it was the best thing that I could have done so um yeah I think you always kind of know um Mm -hmm. deep down you always know what you're gonna do or what you're good for and I think that was the case I just was never comfortable enough with myself to admit it to myself or dive in there was always one thing or another so many factors that trumped that ultimately um until this last year so do you think that um like the pressures of society and like 
what we're told from like being a kid, like what we're supposed to do, like go to college, get a nine to five job, do this, do that. Do you think like that's kind of why you were taking the path that you were taking before deciding like to go all in with your passion? Like, do you think that's why you did what you did? Um, not necessarily because my parents always gave me like kind of like the space to they encouraged me expressing I was always very growing up I would bottle everything up so I was really bad with my feelings you could see it on my face but I was horrible with expressing and so they had to instill in me like it's okay like whatever you have to say is valid whatever you want to do is valid whatever you want to be is valid um I think my dad definitely wanted us to go to college and have those experiences that um, my parents had. My dad didn't go to a four-year university, but he has a college degree. My mom freaking traveled the world, studied in Italy, went back and studied in Arizona, then <laughs> went to college in, in um, Guadalajara. So, so many different college experiences. And I think that's what I wanted was just to be able to have the college experience but I never fully saw myself in it. Like I could never picture myself living in a dorm or going to classes or like in the whole college lifestyle. I could never picture myself in that. Um, I just was interested in so many things. And I think that's kind of part of who I am and what I do is self-proclaimed tolologa, which is you do everything. And that's kind of like where I was. I wanted to be a pastry chef I wanted to be an elementary teacher I wanted to be a nutrition I wanted to help guide people like so many ideas and so many things like oh I could do this or I could be this I could be anything in this world so I think that's why it was so easy for me like no this isn't it anymore no I don't want to do that anymore and then ultimately the easiest thing I got my degree in communications because I was like shit with this I can do so many things you know not limit myself to just one but then I would still do courses with so many things and then I got my um went to beauty school so I'm a licensed esthetician <laughs> and then after that I was like mm, I think it ran its course like I did it great I have a degree and I worked in it for a while but yeah and then it's like okay well let me go back and get my communications degree see what I want to do with this even now, I'm studying to be to get my certification and credentials to be a group fitness instructor. So I think my learning and like, it's never going to end. I just like too many things and want to have as much information about all of them as I can. Um, and I think that was like the biggest thing was my upbringing. I was never limited to just one thing. The only aspect that was the case for that was sports. I had no say. So. What do you what do you mean you had no say in sports? I had no say in my swim career. <laughs> like I I swam and that was it. So I'm six to nine times a week since I was five years old until I was eighteen. And I was sick of it. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. As soon as my brother left to college, I was like, I'm done with club. Um I'm sticking just to high school because it's fun. Like the high school environment mm -hmm. of sports is fun, but I was over it. That was like the one thing though that Mm -mm. as long as Luca did it I did it and I never did any other sport never did any other extracurricular activity the only one I did ballet when I was like free and I got kicked out <laughs> so 
like that was the only thing that was kind of limiting to me Mm -hmm. um but in the aspect of like schooling and all of that mm -hmm, I was very open maybe too free um because in Mexico like my my mom's upbringing is as soon as you choose one career that's it you are not getting out of it the school makes it extremely difficult for you to transfer your major parents culture like that Mexican Mm -hmm. Hispanic culture is very very harsh on it schooling is a lot more difficult something that it's a lot easier but it's actually in a lot of ways more difficult there um so yeah I think it was just kind of like the mix of worlds that brought me here and I like like I said I was never um confined to just one one school one career one anything no I was and ultimately, I've always been very independent and very self-advocating. I was like, I'm not going to do this if it's not making me happy. And that was it. My dad questioned me every single day about going to beauty school, changing my careers. And I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll find a way, you know, like there's a market for anything. If I really want it, I can do it. It's not, it's not going to change, you know? So I think that also my self-advocacy was kind of what, drove me to do so many different things I wasn't going to let somebody put me in a box in that sense I love that and I love that mindset though because you're right like there's all these things that people will pay for and at the end of the day they're not paying for your service they're paying for you yeah so I don't think it really matters what you do people just like you and they like like the energy that you bring but I love that you didn't like you didn't feel the obligation to stick with one thing just because you started it and even finished it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that like that's so awesome. Like you're even like you just love to learn. And I I think that's just a great mindset to have. And I mean, even now you said you're done with swim and now you're just out here exploring all this other stuff in the fitness community. Like you're mm-hmm. lifting weights, like you're boxing, you're doing these crazy classes. I don't know if you're telling people, but you're training for a show. Like that is yeah. Like, that is so cool. Yeah, that, so, like, while I was, um, after I finished aesthetics, I was just working for myself freelance, and I managed, (laughs) I managed two gyms for three years, um, so that's kind of, like, my segu into the fitness world, I, because, I mean, swim, it was all cardio, I had no idea how to lift a weight, how to monitor like fitness with health. Um, I was just so stuck in that. I'm a swimmer, I'm a swimmer, I'm a swimmer, I'm a swimmer. I didn't know how to do anything else in the exercise world. And it still kind of affects me. Um, but yeah, I, I just like everything. I don't like studying. I think I don't like reading a textbook, but I think like life experience and knowing mm-hmm. about so many different topics is more knowledge in itself than you could ask for all right you guys that is it for today the rest of the interview will be coming out on thursday i really hope you guys learned as much as i did if you are not following isa on instagram make sure to follow her at healing through isa and to visit her website healingthroughisa.com also please like and subscribe this podcast so you can get the notification for thursday's episode It is going to be so great. We talk about 
her struggle and recovery from an eating disorder, along with anxiety cues and tics that she struggled with as well. It's going to be so good. All right, you guys, see you on Thursday. Thank <music> you.